0: Where are you, men of courage? From Sherwood Pictures and the Kendrick Brothers comes Courageous Legacy. I want to know what God expects of me. I don't feel like I started well. I want to finish well. Celebrating 10 years of impact on fathers and families. Now remastered in 4K, including a new ending and bonus scenes. I
1: believe every father should step up and
0: answer the call It's a I I will. I will. Courageous Legacy. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. In theater September 24th. Felice Skirwis is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed.
1: Welcome, everyone. The topic today is courageous faith. This is episode 186, and you can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. I want to thank our sponsor, and that is the re-release of the movie Courageous. It is the 10th anniversary of the original airing, and if you didn't see it the first time, please check it out. It has been completely uh, revamped and brought up to uh, what we're used to viewing now as far as the movie quality and clarity, and it also has a revised ending. It's called Courageous the Legacy. It's a true story of heroic service and faith, and it's told in an inspiring way with the true heroes of our time. This movie has helped millions of people, and it's timely that it's being released now, especially with our current cultural um, things that are going on and how many places are shunning the true heroes, especially when we hear all of the false narratives. So, be sure to check out the movie, and you can find the link in our show notes as well at a few minutes with God episode 186. And again, the movie is courageous. So, today we are going to talk about courageous faith, and by its very definition, it makes us believe that we can do it. It is believing without seeing. Yet, many times we as Christians struggle with pride. We don't need God, we can do it alone until we can't resisting pride is an uphill battle and without the lord we can't do it what is courage think about this again if you have time and can stop this audio and really think about it yourself go ahead and do that i'm going to give you my definition which might not be your definition what is courage it is stepping out of your comfort zone and sometimes into the fire but what about courage that is challenged? Well, when your faith is strong, you can withstand it. But when your faith is not strong, not so much. Everyone goes through hardships in our lives. Let's look at a thumbnail sketch of how hardships can affect us. Hardships can be, one, unavoidable, for example, an illness or an accident. Two, Avoidable, something that we caused. Three, external, something that happens to us deliberately from someone we trust or love. These are the hardships we deal with in different ways, and the stress and anguish that comes from our struggles is really what makes us who we are. The trial by fire. Isaiah 48.10 says, See, I have refined you, though not as silver, I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. Friends, we're often pointing to the Old Testament where Isaiah is found. And some people will say, well, that's no longer applicable because now we have the New Testament, which is the fulfillment of prophecy. Yet the Old Testament is our heritage. And God still continues to show us lessons through that. Those of us who are Christians know that everything happens in our lives for a reason, and like it or not, there's a purpose. If we have eyes that can see, and I did a podcast about that a few weeks ago, we'll be able to see God in the midst of even tragedy. Recently, I heard a heartbreaking story of something tragic that happened to a young woman. And what was told to her friend was that this woman no longer had faith in God. Why did that happen? What made it change? Because this woman probably thought that God allowed this tragedy to happen in her life. Things happen, friends. And there is a cause and effect. Sometimes we don't see that. You know, we see it plainly if we jump out... Of a two story window, it's probably not going to, you know, be something that is going to end well. But what if someone pushes you out of that window? The end result is the same. And there are two different things. One is we had the free will to decide, the other is someone else had the free will to decide. So some things happen without our permission but they happen still the same. And I can't explain the will of God. That's beyond my scope and anything I could probably do well. But there is a thing such as permissive will, that the Lord allows things to happen. But again, why? It is when we're filled with pride that we cannot get beyond ourselves to where we need to be. Pride is one of those sins that rears its ugly head when we least expect it. It is the greatest sin and is the opposite of humility. It is because of pride that the first parents sinned. They wanted to eat the fruit that would allow them to see the difference between good and evil because up to that point, they only could see good. And because of this pride, great men fall down through the ages. They take down entire kingdoms with it. And it is because of pride that the devil gets in the mist and causes havoc. Pride is thinking that only we are important. What we feel, what we want, what we want to bring about. And we bring everything right back to us. It's all about me. Well, no, it's not. And those who have faith realize that pride is not good that pride is the root of all evil. No one is perfect, and we have to combat things in our lives that are vices that bring us down. Pride can cause us to doubt God and His providence for us, especially, again, when bad things happen to good people. Some years ago, a friend of mine went to get a medical checkup thinking all was well. She felt great. She was a doctor, and the attending physician was a friend of hers. And when the lab work came back, the doctor's office called and she made an appointment to see her friend in an official capacity thinking, my friend's going to tell me how great I'm doing physically. Well, what she heard was the opposite. She had an aggressive form of cancer. Can you imagine your good friend and doctor telling you, another doctor, who understands what this means when someone says you have cancer? These are medical professionals. They know what that means. I'm sure there were many tears in that room. My friend told me this story years later, and my friend has an amazing faith. She's one of these people that really shows you God. I knew her when our kids were little. She was our pediatrician for a short time until she switched to her specialty, which was as a pediatric allergist. By some God incident, I had to take one of my kids to the office where I didn't even know she worked, and there she was. Has that happened in your life? God puts people in your path, and even if you don't see them for years, you go right back in time and pick up where you left off. Well, this lady is one of those special people. She spent many years combating cancer. She had physical trials, chemotherapy, and aggressive drug treatments. Yet she had unwavering faith, courageous faith. Imagine my surprise when I received an invitation from her and her husband, also a doctor, who threw a large party with all of her friends, and I was blessed to be able to attend. This was a Celebrate Life party. That shows real faith in the glory of God. No one knew how long she would, you know, would live. And I was thinking about this friend while doing this episode of the glory of God a few weeks ago because she would see God in so many things. She told me once that she was looking outside one day and saw a magnificent rainbow, and the thought that came to her mind was, oh, Lord, you're just showing off again. And that is a relationship with a personal God that she felt comfortable enough to tell the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth and rainbows, that he was just showing off because he was so amazing. She showed us, her friends, what it meant to have faith Courageous faith in the midst of adversity. At this point, she had not really been in remission, but I'm happy to report that through a series of miraculous events, she is today cancer-free. Some people may attribute it to medicine, but she attributes it to more. How many people lay down their lives for their faith, for their belief that there is something greater than them, And this world is a blip on the radar of life. How many of us can claim the same? We are blessed no matter where you live or what surrounds you to have the hope that God reigns. And if we open our hearts, that he will reign there as well. Our success is not equated with what we have in the bank or what we wear, what we drive. Our success is what we feel when we think of Christ who died to set us free. The ultimate courageous faith was Jesus Christ himself who gave us his life so that we could live. And the question is, friends, how are you living your life? I hear the slogan, living your best life, and that just irks me for some reason. It's one of those pet peeves. I feel like that is so narcissistic. We should be living and giving our lives over to him. It should be the best life, not your best life. And maybe you disagree with me, and maybe that slogan doesn't bother you. But for me it's like it's it's almost me-centered instead of us-centered. Romans 4:20 Yet he did not Wavered through unbelief regarding the promise of God But was strengthened in his faith And gave glory to God In Psalm sixteen five, Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup You make my lot secure Friends, the way we live our lives Is really an amazing feat Because others are watching us They're going to point you out, especially if you're a Christian, and say, well, that Christian is not showing Christianity to me. Remember we talked about what C.S. Lewis said about people who act like they're moral, but doing things that are right just because doesn't mean that it's right, especially if interiorly you're not feeling that and you're not really living what you profess. That's what he called good, um, what good is fair play if inside we are morally corrupt. We're doing things just so that we think we are good and honorable when this is the farthest thing from the truth. And once again, God knows our hearts. So how we act and react is being judged not only by the Almighty, who is the only one who can judge, but also by the people who, maybe not rightly, but will see our actions and say, why would I want to be a Christian? They're no better than anyone else. People have died for their faith, who have laid their lives on the ground for the Lord, really have shown us so much more than any kind of works could do, of people just trying to do good works. Today, people are living in fear, and they're afraid to die. Newsflash, no one dies until it is your time. And this is not from me, but from Almighty God. It is time to turn away from the television, the computer, and the news, and to turn to your Bibles and fill your soul with the knowledge that God is in control and no one else. Let's pray. Dear Father, you are the one who offered the ultimate sacrifice for us and for your life, death, and resurrection. I am forever grateful. Please, Father, give us the gift, the grace and the hope of courageous faith in the face of struggles and hardships in our lives. Let us know that we know beyond a doubt that you are there in our lives, that you are here in our lives. I ask you, Father, for the following needs in my life and those for whom I pray. And I pray this in your precious name, Almighty God and Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, A Few Minutes with God dot com, and your podcast page on A Few Minutes with God Podcast dot com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.